about government programs some time ago is that they can be skewed to work in particular ways. And sometimes the ways that they work are so unreasonable that it's virtually impossible to straighten things out and make them be as they ought to be. But I want to talk today on government programs on the Daily Summation from Kurtz Religion and Politics. I'm your host. I'm Curtin. Today is Wednesday, the 1st of June of 2022. Uh, welcome to everyone who's here on Rumble, on the podcast, on YouTube, on BitChute, on CloudUp, on my Facebook page. That would be the Kurtz Religion and Politics page there. On uh, Kurtz Religion and Politics.locals.com, on uh, Minds.com, that's M-I-N-D-S.com, on the Kurtz Religion and Politics group there, which is where probably the only place you'll find this video there, on Parlor, on Gab, on Twitter, or wherever else you happen to be seeing me today, or hearing me one or the other. The subject today is, again, government programs, and I'm going to go ahead and go through my notes to kind of give you an idea where I am on this subject, and then we'll discuss it a little bit more as I'm finished with the notes. I may have talked on this subject before. Uh, even if I have, it's probably one of those topics that bears uh, revisitation periodically. It's possible uh, you'll have a pretty good idea what I'm going to say in this podcast. If that's true, I'll ask you to bear with me as I say it for those who don't, and frankly, repeat it for emphasis to those who do. It seems to me like a lot of folks are maybe not aware why most of the founders of the United States tended to be minimal, minimalists, particularly where national government is concerned. There are a number of things I believe factor in on this discussion. The idea that things should work differently in different areas comes to mind as an example. But I want to discuss one particular thing that really matters and maybe doesn't get discussed as often as many of the others. You may not have noticed, but there's a, a trend that has been consistent where government programs are concerned. A program will be put in place, often by legislation or the establishment of executive departments or sub-entities. Uh, the management of such things is ostensibly neither the province of legislators nor real executives. Who does the dirty work? Well, typically it's bureaucrats and higher ends. The sad realities there sad reality is, excuse me, there are at least two major issues with this way of doing where this way of doing things is concerned. The first is that they can be changed, particularly at managerial levels, as new administrations come into power. So an administration will set something up and they'll set it up in a way that's a reasonable thing and then another administration will come in and they'll corrupt whatever was set up by that first administration. You can see this over and over again. Happened with uh, FISA warrants as far as I'm concerned and many other places. It's happened many other places. That means a given bureaucratic organization can change in focus from uh, one way of doing business to another. Think the IRS under Lois Lerner targeting conservative 5013C3Cs. The second obvious issue is, unless people are very careful, throwbacks are left in positions uh, in various agencies that are vestiges of former administrations. That means they may very well be working at cross purposes with the new management. On top of this, is the tendency for people at lower levels to completely fail to change 
when management passes down edicts saying they need to do so. So basically, they just continue to do what they've done in past regardless what changes have ostensibly been made from on high. What makes this worse is if you seek to replace the entire administrative function for a given entity, it's likely uh, to take an entire term of new managing of the new management managing managing or management team for that entire period by the way uh, things will probably be uh, run quite badly if you're thinking that's just an okay thing as if that wasn't bad enough there will be folks complaining since things will have changed so they can no longer game the system the lesson here is simple if you can do things without government, you should do so. Think most, uh, maybe almost all government programs are some sort of grand idea. You can be sure we do not agree on that. I have had numerous, not numerous, multiple instances in which I decided in my younger days primarily that I was going to count on government programs to help me to get through things that I was dealing with. And let me just tell you, they have consistently failed me. Let me give you an example of a, of a recent thing that happened that I didn't even want, and it was the stimulus checks that were put out by the government. The thing about that is, that is whether they agree with this idea or not, whether they say this or not, those stimulus checks came out of your taxes one way or another. They could have given you that money at the end of the year. You can pretty much bet on it. There's no way around that. The other, the other thing about it is, in order to pay for those stimulus checks, somebody must be expected to, to get that money going. So they're either going to in increase their revenues uh, by taxation or whatever means, <clears throat> or they're going to print more money or whatever and think that everything is okay. And guess what? Whether you print more money or increase taxation, whatever you happen to do, borrow more money, whatever is the case, what that's going to result in is inflation. You pretty much can't stop that from being the case. So in my mind, when you do something like that, you more or less doom people to a future where they're going to pay more money for things and unless they actually can make more money it's not going to matter what they do they will have to suffer the consequences of prices going up when their wages didn't that's just reality okay now again i talk about uh, back when i was hoping to get food stamps when i had two children that i was taking care of on my own and uh, i got food stamps for the first time that I was supposed to get them, only to have myself rejected the second time I was su supposed to get them because I got two two uh, unemployment checks in the period that they were talking about, even though one was for the next period, right, in the next month or whatever. So they decided that because I received the two unemployment checks in the same month, no, that was no good. I couldn't, there was no possible way that I could continue to receive um, uh, food stamps as a result right? So this is the kind of thing, and this was all bureaucracy. This was all a result of bureaucrats running the system and deciding how things were going to work. Now, if I was willing to sit in an office for an extended period of time, 
<clears throat> to get them to understand what had actually happened. I might have convinced them that what they did was was wrong, but the reality is, most of the time, I don't think you can expect that unless you're fairly well versed in how to do things like that. And I have to tell you, at that point in my life, I really wasn't. I wasn't horrible. And And let me just point something out, considering how other people might have been in that situation, I was actually probably a far sight better off than they were, and now I'm even more so. But the point that I'm trying to make is this. Government programs are generally bad ideas, and they're generally bad ideas because the people who run them, by and large, are not necessarily concerned about the people they're supposed to be supporting with those programs, why the programs came into existence. And again, when you have changes in the people who are in those government programs, what actually happens is um, they just they don't, they stop working like they were intended to anyway lots of times. So you go from having a Democrat program put in place and suddenly Republicans come into into office, and the result is a lot of times the management types at the government program will be swapped out, and they will pass down edicts that will say, "Yeah, this is how this is going to run," and so forth. And what that and it, and of course it may work the opposite way. It may be a Republican program that was a really good program when it first started, and ultimately it became something terrible. FISA warrants aren't a great example of that. FISA warrants were a bad program from the outset. The Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Court, uh, courts, whatever you want to call them, they were a bad idea from the outset. Nobody should have ever done that. But they were far worse under Democrats, in my opinion, than they were under Republicans. They were a bad idea under Republicans. They were a horrible idea under Democrats, as far as I can tell, because they started to do things that they were never, never, never designed to do. And this is what you need to understand about all of that. This is how government programs work. Even if they start out being good or are good at some point in time, somewhere along the line, they will be a problem. Not only a small problem, but a fairly large problem, in fact. There'll be something that will, you know, lots of times will totally fall out of anything like a reasonable viewpoint or perspective. They'll have, like I say, bureaucrats who will decide the rules, and you'll have to weave your way through a series of gates in order to get where you want to go, which means sitting in government offices for uh, prolonged periods of time, right? So none of this, none of this is a really good idea, and I just want you to understand that. Government programs typically, almost always, if not always, are bad ideas. And there are a few exceptions to that, but really it's hard to find any when you really think about how things ought to be. Okay, this has been the Daily Summation from Kurt's Religion and Politics. I'm your host. I'm Kurt, and today is Wednesday, the 1st of June of 2022. That's the middle of the work week for those of us who work Monday through Friday. It means tomorrow will be Thursday, the 2nd of June of 2022. Um... And obviously working closer towards that weekend. Thanks for everyone who's been on Rumble, on the podcast, on YouTube, on BitChute, on CloudHub, on my Facebook page. That's the Kurtz Religion and Politics page there on KurtzReligionandPolitics.locals.com, on MindsMinds.com, on the Kurtz Religion and Politics group there on Parlor, on Gab, on Twitter, or wherever else you happen to be seeing or hearing me today. Again, the subject for today has been government programs, and tomorrow we're going to talk about the subject... Uh, that was brought up by somebody doing the standard kumbaya thing that I really want to address and talk about just a little bit, and that is coming together. 
Hope you're having a good day today. Hope everything is going well for you. And hopefully we will see you on Thursday, the 2nd of June of 2022's edition. That's tomorrow's edition of the Daily Summation from Kurt's Religion and Politics. The speaker on this edition of the Daily Summation is Kurt Schumer. This podcast was created on Wednesday, the 1st of June of 2022. The Daily Summation is created for Kurt's religion and politics. Thanks for watching today's edition of the Daily Summation from Kurt's religion and politics. Don't forget to come back tomorrow uh, to check out the next one. Remember, on various platforms, primarily Rumble, YouTube, BitChute, and CloudHub, and the audio podcast, you can subscribe to my content. For the audio podcast, you probably want to use Apple, Google, or Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. In order to find me on those platforms, you can go to the Kurtz Religion and Politics channels on Rumble, YouTube, BitChute, and CloudHub. You can also get to my content on Facebook by finding the Kurtz Religion and Politics page there. Minds, M-I-N-D-S.com, uh, you, where you will find me at the Kurtz Religion and Politics group, and KurtzReligionandPolitics.locals.com as well. You can look there. I post my daily video on various social media sites, really only about three, Parlor, Gab, and Twitter at present. I am at KP Schubert on each of them, and you can find me under them, and you can find the videos under me. Uh, you should be able to find my podcasts on Google and Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It's also on podcasts.kpshubert.com. That's podcasts with an S, dot kpshubert.com. Uh, if, if you're looking for me on various of the podcast sites, you probably want to search Kurt's Religion and Politics, not the Daily Summation. Keep in mind, you can subscribe to my content various on various places that I put it. Uh, all constructive feedback is welcome. You can like, dislike, add a rumble, or give whatever feedback is available on any of the platforms that you can do such things. You can add, also add a comment on what I put there. Unless you're advertising or doing something that I believe will harm others, I'll leave your comments out there even if I don't agree with or understand them. I will try to let you know I've seen them when possible and may reply if I feel it's reasonable, appropriate, and possible, of course. Thanks again for viewing this edition of the Daily Summation from Kurt's Politics. Don't forget to come back again for tomorrow's as well.